welcome to the HMP Governance Lab podcast. I'm Professor Scott Greer, and today we're going to talk about the syllabus for HMP 615, Introduction to Public Health Policies. Welcome to the class. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to be doing a couple of different things that are the overarching objectives for this class. Some of them are about content. We're going to try and understand the American public health system and some of the advocacy techniques and some of the major issues that are involved. Some of it is also going to be about skills. This is going to include improving your policy writing, which is absolutely a foundational skill for practically any kind of work in health or health politics. It's also going to improve your policy analysis, policy advocacy, and research skills. A lot of things where it's a mixture of group projects and individual writing and assessment in order to develop your ability to choose ideas, formulate them well, and figure out how to advocate for them and persuade policymakers that they're worth adopting. These are generalizable skills because saying smart things in meetings and writing intelligent explanations of why you believe a given course of action is desirable are foundational to most of the kinds of careers that HMP graduates go into. So the mixture in the class is of concepts to help understand and work in politics and policy, skills such as writing that you're going to develop, and case studies where we use some of the most pressing health policy issues of the moment, ranging from COVID-19 to water and flint to disparities in maternal mortality, in order to think through these issues and think through the policies and the kinds of advocacy strategies that would address the problems. Now, this is a run-through of the syllabus to spare us time for actual conversation in class. And that's going to be the structure of the class going forward. Most of the time, we don't have synchronous lectures with me talking to you live. What we have instead is podcasts that replace the lectures and then effectively discussion groups. You've all been assigned to discussion groups, Tuesday 1, Tuesday 2, etc. That's when they meet. So if you're in group Tuesday 1, you're going to want to go to Canvas and select the link for Tuesday 1, which will go up probably a little bit before classes start, and then you'll join that group. If you're in group Tuesday, then on Thursday you have time for unstructured group work. There won't be a scheduled group conversation. There's a few weeks where, for various reasons, such as guest speakers, we're going to do things differently and have all of us together in one asynchronous in one synchronous Zoom session. But those are the exception, not the rule. So what you'll be doing is every week the following kinds of preparations. You will read the theoretical readings. You will listen to the podcast, which tries to explicate them. And you will read the case studies in order to try and understand and apply the concept. So, for example, we connected the issue of framing to the issue of the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests associated with it in order to talk about, for example, the particular power and efficacy of the very slogan, Black Lives Matter. So... Plan to listen to the podcast, and part of the reason we're doing it as a podcast is so that we can use our valuable class time to talk, and partly because I at least enjoy having something intellectual to listen to while cooking or riding the bus or whatever. Read all the theoretical readings, and read as much of the case studies it takes to get you really engaged in something. Because life under Zoom doesn't make class participation easy to assess, in lieu of class participation, we'll have little think pieces where you 
write your thoughts about how the theoretical readings apply to the case studies. In other words, with the example of the Black Lives Matter and framing, you would write about how framing allows us to better understand what has happened with the movement and the slogan Black Lives Matter, as well as some of the slogans put up against it, such as, for example, Blue Lives Matter or All Lives Matter. These slogans, these frames for the issue, are strategic political interventions. They're at the core of what advocates do all day, and it's worth thinking about them as well as about the more detailed policies behind them, such as those proposed by Eight Can't Wait. So that's the basic concept of what you do every week. The big assessment, apart from the class participation via think pieces, is uh, policy writing and policy challenges. So there's two policy memos which will be explained, and we have examples going up on Canvas and all sorts of things. But basically, they are efforts to communicate to a selected real policymaker. If you write to the governor of Michigan, you write to Gretchen Whitmer. If you write to a senator from Texas, you can write to Ted Cruz. But you identify the policymaker, you identify the policy for which you wish to advocate, and you write a concise policy memo. This is absolutely a type of writing that is ubiquitous in politics. Everybody who gets ahead in politics is in some way trained in it. Anybody who works in public policy is trained in it. It's one of the core communicative skills. And that's why we do so much of it, and that's why we practice it. I sometimes dream about assessment through things like your TikToks or your podcasts or your amateur dramatic productions, which I think would be a lot of fun. But we can't graduate you without being good at writing policy memos. The jobs that you're all looking at, whether it's in policy and politics or in consulting or something else, you need to be able to write a good policy memo. So we write two of those for assessment. That builds up to what we call the policy challenge, which is a group project. We'll assign the groups. We'll assign them pretty early in the class. And in that, you have to come up with a large-scale policy, as in researched and thought through, and its presentation. So a white paper explaining in depth, an executive summary, a one-pager. These are all the documents that you would produce if you were a serious policy advocate who wanted to persuade a given politician of the desirability of adopting a policy. We all do them on a topic each year, and this year the topic is algorithmic racism. In other words, what are public policies that can do with the fact that we are commonly and increasingly using algorithms for clinical decision-making and managerial decision-making, which were trained on basically racist data. For example, one of the common ones is that black patients' pain scores aren't the same as white patients. The algorithms systematically underestimate the pain being experienced by black people, and this is influencing clinical decision-making. Now, you can say a lot of things about why this is bad, and you can say things addressed to doctors, and you can say things addressed to data scientists, and you can say things addressed to the companies that make it. But we're going to talk to the policymakers. What's the thing you could do with law or payment systems or regulations, state, federal, that would allow us to start to reduce the very pernicious impact of racism in the very algorithms that are governing so many decision tools. So that's going to be the project. It'll be up to you to research it. We're going to have some more directed readings than normal in order to make sure you don't go into the many rabbit holes associated with this topic. But what you're going to be doing is thinking through the policy and thinking through who could make that policy and writing to them to propose it. 
Last year, amazingly enough, the topic was COVID-19 management strategies, so we'll put up some examples of some of the really interesting work that was put forth there. This, again, is a crucial kind of skill. It's about policy research, development, analysis, and advocacy. This is what policy advocacy looks like when done well. So there you go. The evaluation is made up of class participation, which comes via little think pieces in which you apply each week's theoretical concept to a, the case study topic. Policy memoranda, two memos, two of them, in which you practice your skill at articulating a policy idea to a chosen policymaker in an effective and convincing way. And the policy challenge, which is the big group project. There's a couple of pass-fail things, such as a quiz on public health essentials, which will basically be a combination of something to please accreditors and an opportunity to talk through the public health system and our understanding of it. Things are still being put together on Canvas, but that's the real core of the class. You'll attend most weeks, one day a week in the group with some member of the instruction team, and one day a week is time for you to work on your policy challenge groups or develop study groups if you want to. I strongly recommend that you read the syllabus. After the first couple of weeks of class, there's always an element of the syllabus being a living thing and we update Canvas to include new readings and so forth. But as of now, it's spot on and you can see it covers a wide range of topics. Each of the pairings, I think, is an opportunity to think through some of the big issues that bother us today and what you can do about them. So we do advocacy in relation to, and the case study for that is climate change. What can you do about climate change? We study agenda setting in the context of gun violence, problem definition, framing, and social construction in the context of Black Lives Matter, equity, efficiency, and efficacy, the key values that you have to think about when designing policy, which we apply to maternal mortality, legislation and budget applied to the survival of the Affordable Care Act and the shape it's given our healthcare system today, courts, law, and regulation, elections in relation to elections where the United States is currently in one of the great democratic crises of its history, and it's not entirely clear that we will continue to have what you would characterize as free and fair elections in the future. We have a class on regulation where I'll lecture with the help of Sarah Rosenblum about therapeutics and medical devices regulation, which is a wonderfully exciting field involving everything from emergency use authorizations on COVID-19 vaccinations to an extraordinary approval of a drug for Alzheimer's that doesn't even treat Alzheimer's but could cost a fortune. And then we finally end with state and local government, where we have the wonderful case of why the United States is starting to have so many problems with getting basic drinking water together. That's our semester. It's kind of hard to live in most of the world, and certainly the United States, without being personally affected by one or more of these issues. So I want you to be aware that you have some latitude, for example, if one of these issues is seriously troubling for you, you don't have to write your think piece that week. And you don't necessarily have to participate in the Zoom conversation if something is too difficult for you. We all, I think, after the events of the last 18 months, have our moments of fragility. So we also have some guest speakers. I am especially proud that after the first week, when we get together and meet each other in small groups with a member of the teaching team, in the second week, we're going to have a talk by Kat Oker, who is one of our wonderful graduates and who is currently actually on 
the COVID-19 task force for the White House after having previously worked for, among others, Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign, which was against obesity. And she's one of the many happy graduates of our program. We'll be also getting in Judy Smith uh, to work on policy writing and research tools. She's promised to give special attention to the issues involved in researching something as cutting edge and fast moving and filled with BS as the topic of machine learning and algorithms in healthcare. And at the end, we'll be having some more of our alumni coming in in December to give a closing talk about careers in public policy and what you can do. They're a wonderful group who work across Washington and Lansing, and they're all happy graduates again of the University of Michigan. So that's the kind of core of the syllabus, right? And the modern day syllabus is an enormous legal document involving sort of five pages that practically nobody reads at the front. I used to joke that I should buy lunch for the first student to find a problem in the syllabus. Be kind when you do, please. These are really intricate things that have to get rewritten in every year. But what I want you to take away from this is the core of it is you attend most weeks one group class. You have to write two really good policy memos. For class participation, you have to write shorter think pieces in which you reflect on an issue of the day. And you have to do a substantial piece of group work, which is often thought to be the most fun at the end of the class by the students. And I hope that the class helps you understand and think, think through and give some better grasp on not just this blizzard of events that's surrounding us today, but also what you can do. What are strategies for policy, research and development and advocacy that can use no matter what your employer is and no matter where you end up trying to get some leverage on ways to change this very problematic set of interlocking systems that make up the United States healthcare sector and public health sector today. So I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. And the readings for next week, you want to read the shorter ones and try to grasp the main impact of some of the longer ones. Just get a general sense of what they say. They have nice structured abstracts that will tell you in a sense what you should be reading for in this. And we'll be having a lot more opportunities to get to know each other. Thanks very much, and I'm looking forward to seeing you. This has been an HMP Governance Lab podcast. If you're interested in learning more about our research, come and find us at www.governancelab.org or follow us on Twitter at HMP GovLab. <laughs>